from the Duck South Studios in Morgan City, Mississippi. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I want to punch you in the face so bad right now. This is the On The X podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Get the governor harumph. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Today's episode is brought to you by Advantage Multi from Bayer. Advantage Multi is veterinarian's number one choice in the prevention of heartworms, fleas, roundworms, hookworms, and whipworms. Treats and controls sarcoptic mange. Make sure your dog is protected by using Advantage Multi. I said what I said and I'll stand by it to the death. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And now, here are your hosts, Jay Paul Jackson. You just love to hear yourself talk, don't you? Even when you're not saying anything. Rocky LaFleur. Yo, Adrian! Adrian! Houston Kennedy. Please, Houston, we have a problem. And Josh Webb. Coons. We're raccoons trying to get on our back porch. Mama just chased them off with a broom. Welcome to the On the X podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com. Now, I'm joined by my boy, Jay Webb, this week. Most of you guys know him by Josh or Joshua from the video <laughs> migration report that's already been released. But uh, Josh and I are getting together, and we'll be talking about where the ducks are in a Christmas edition podcast this week. Josh, what's going on, brother? Oh, I'm I'm good. It's, it's doing its normal... Uh trend for christmas the last two or three years it's going to get up to about 70 degrees again it looks like so uh, i don't i don't know why but we've been in some kind of weird deal the last two or three years we've enjoyed christmas in shorts and t-shirts and it's about to it's about to do the same thing yeah what great weather for duck hunting yeah oh yeah and, yeah and if you look at the forecast for the next 15 days there's not Anything that's going to push the thermometer down that I know. No, not. I mean, some some cool nights, but nothing significant. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens, um, you know, as far as duck hunting goes. I know I'm not really going to hunt a lot in the next few days, but it, I don't know. We'll just have to have to see what happens, but it just doesn't look, uh, doesn't look good for colder temperatures anyway. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, man. I, I I saw a couple of cool nights in the in the forecast, but those weren't even but in the mid 30s for here in Central Mississippi. I mean, so not any really cold weather in the forecast. But look, let's don't talk about the forecast right now. Let's talk about what happened this past weekend. That's right. I, I do want before we get into. It, I do want to say though that this warmer weather has actually been good for parts of the flyway though because it's thawed out a lot of ice that has caused hunters a lot of uh, a lot of grief especially the last three four days um so that stuff's finally thawing um you know in areas and i think that'll that definitely has the potential to change some things but um but anyway we'll get on into the to the reports i know some guys have called us some guys have texted us um our reports that we go over in our our live migration update we'll lay them out here too yeah, I mean we've got we've got um, Brad Allback on the line right now, and Brad's going to give us a report out of Oklahoma. He and I talked about what was going on, and actually, Brad was in the blind when I spoke with him. So we'll go to Brad right now. All right, guys. Now we're being joined by Brad Allback from Allback's Adventures out in Oklahoma. Brad, you've been my number one. How's it been this past few days? Man, it's been a little tough, Rocky. I'm calling you from the field right now, and uh, we're laying on our backs with about 10 hunters, and we got some birds high and stuff, so uh, we're going to kind of make it short. But um, um, yeah. the weather, we had a real bad cold snap here in Oklahoma with no wind. The birds flew only in the afternoon. We uh, took it on the chin a couple of times, you know, but we still killed some birds, but not as many as we'd like. But um, we're in a sunny, calm day. The birds are flying a mile high and kind of corkscrewing down on us. We still have a lot of birds here, um, the mallards. So we've had a great start. But, uh, hey, man, these birds are getting ready to come in. I got to I gotta go. Talk to you later, Rocky. Hi, right, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
What do you think about him calling <laughs> no, geese? He was, that's what I was about to say. He was actually calling geese while he. That's the thing about Brad, though. It doesn't matter day or night. Uh, he's going to answer the phone, and then he'll just let you figure out if it's the best time to try to talk to him or not. That's just kind of how he is. He does. He doesn't really. Uh, he, he's always always willing to talk and help out, but you you might realize that he's in a a situation where he doesn't need to be on the phone. But um, but I know they've been having some exceptional hunts. Um, they've been hunting yeah, the I mean, a lot. Yeah, he wasn't go able ahead. to go into great detail because I mean he was in the field. But you know you've gotten a, a report on what's going on, a detailed report from him out there, and I have also. So I'll let you talk a little bit about Oklahoma real quick. Yeah, what um, Brad and them have kind of uh, they've been kind of splitting it up, and what they've been doing is hunting the geese more in the mornings and the ducks midday. And they've had a lot, a lot of success. Uh, the, the mallard numbers have really, really increased. Um, they've had a great year, but they've they've really, really been having a lot of mallards here lately. And uh, so they've been they've been putting their focus. Still tore both, but but instead of trying to get both in you know in one hunt, uh, they've been spending most of the morning uh, on the geese, and then the rest of the day or whatever it takes, you know, on the on the ducks. So it's been been really neat to see how their season has gone. They they've had a good year. Brad's also the type of guy that you know you get a hold of him, he's going to tell you whether they're there or not. He's not going to sugarcoat it, and because uh, you know what. 10, 12 days ago, you know, he, he simply said, you know, no, look, we're walking around in T-shirts and there's really not much here to shoot. Um, and then with that big that big front that came through, it moved a lot of birds in and uh, and they've been on top of them ever since. Uh, so, you know, that and that type of hunting is common. We see that with the guys in Kansas too. Um, you know, it's uh, they've had exceptional years in, in those parts of the Central Flyway. Yeah, it's... You know, if I had to pick three guides that have been consistently killing waterfowl for, not for us, but for the migration report that are working with us, it would have to be Brad Albeck, um, the guys at Running Gun Outfitters in South Texas, and then um, SWC Sportsman with Bart Haydad. I mean, those guys have been consistently, every time we talk to them, killing ducks. Yeah. Brad, you you know, Brad is been they've really been killing a lot of geese in the morning and then killing a lot of ducks in the afternoon so um, yeah and that um and talking about the guys down there you know bart bart and you know the swc sportsman's lodge is in venice louisiana and then daniel and nick are running gun adventures down there on the texas coast Uh, that whole coastal area has been phenomenal all year uh we thought um, turns out that, that that it could actually get better uh, because it did. Um, you know, uh, a week or two ago we were talking about it. We were talking how good it is down there and didn't think that it could it could get any better. They were experiencing the best hunting they've, you know, that seems like they've ever had. And then in the, since then, in the last week, their numbers have increased that much more. Um, I think a lot of that is due to lack of habitat north of them. Uh, as far as water is concerned, and I mean their their gadwall numbers, especially in, in Venice especially, their gadwall numbers, their greenwing teal numbers, the pintail numbers are just it's unbelievable. And uh, you know, we were talking earlier in another podcast, you know, when Jay Paul was on with us about how you literally, and this is coming from hunters in Venice and around Venice, you literally have to keep yourself from getting out there and. And I mean, you're, obviously you're welcome to do it. Go ahead and kill your six, but it's going to be six green wing teal, and you can go to the house. But you literally have to swat the teal off of you to enjoy shooting the gadwalls and pintails because there's so many of them. I know Roland was down there the last few days, and he had said that. So it's been it is just it's been a great season already, and it is it's just becoming one for the one for the record books uh, down around Venice. And uh, and South Texas too. I mean, Daniel and Nick and them are enjoying a lot of geese in the area they're in. A lot of specks, a lot of snows. But they, I mean, they too are just hammering the pintails. It's it's unbelievable to see the pintail numbers that they have maintained this whole year. Uh, and and they got another good push with that weather that came through the last few days too. Yeah, they had a great couple of. Uh, 
great few days after that big cold front moved through the Midwest and froze everything out. I know they had a really, really good past few days. I mean, you throw one more guy in there that reports to us from North Texas and right there in Southern Oklahoma, and that's J.J. Kent. Um, J.J. Had, has been having an average season up until this weekend, and J.J. had a lot of birds move in on him there at Kent Outdoors. And yeah, and I can and I can see why. We were headed back from from Colorado, and uh, we saw that weather setting in, so we tried to go south and get away from it, and we cut across, you know, North Texas and in Oklahoma, and uh, you know, we ended up driving right to the middle of all of it. But that weather was serious, and um, but it was a major bird mover too. And I know that JJ and and all of them in that part of the flyway really really benefit from it. Well, look, let's let's we've talked about we've talked about Brad, we've talked about um, JJ, we've talked about running gun adventures. Let's talk a, bit, a little bit about Bart because I know you went into it just a little bit of, just a minute ago. But Bart and those guys texting back and forth and talking to them. I don't think that there is besides the Texas coast and right there around Lake Charles, Louisiana, that area. Besides Venice, Louisiana, that there is a better place to be right now to be hunting ducks, and it kind of goes back to what you said just a few minutes ago. And you'll you'll hear a little bit in our interview with Roland about you know kind of the way that he talks about it down there. You have to hold yourself back from shooting teal. There's so many teal to shoot big ducks. And um, Martin, those guys, I don't I don't have you heard from them that when they did not limit out the season. And it's not, look, it's very unusual no. to be having this kind of season. But when you got it, man, you got it. And they That's right. It. That's right. And and we're not saying that to try to, you know, beef anybody up and make it sound like, you know, every time you step out the door, you kill him with the ducks and blah, blah, blah. We're not. We're being completely honest. And, and Bart is, too. You know, I mean, they, they, they've had, they were already having an exceptional year. And then, you know the, the perfect storm was kind of created with uh, with un, the unfortunate lack of water in the Arkansas and Mississippi Delta early in November, and then when we did get water, especially on the Arkansas and northern Arkansas side, when we did get water, the next front that came through froze. You know a big part of that water, and so a lot of those birds, a lot of the gadwalls, a lot of the teal just skipped right on down to Louisiana. They end up there, sure, every year. And, and and Louisiana always enjoys good shooting, uh, you know, gadwalls and teal and pintails and things. But this year it's been amplified and it's happening earlier. Um, and Bart, uh, no, I have not. Uh, there's a day or two where Bart, you know, said, you know, they may not have limited out. But when he's talking about not limiting out, that's 8, 10, 12 guys that they got in camp and they're coming back with like two birds shy of them. I mean, it's not like it, it it's just been uh, um, lucky for them, they really hadn't had to, uh, to to scratch it out many days. They really, really enjoyed some, some good shooting and uh, a buddy of mine from Florida texted me this morning and he said, you know, I'm said, I, I may have to end up canceling another hunting trip, but but I'm making plans. I'm going to Venice. For a week, I'm you know, uh, you know, he's going the I think he said the seventh of January. He said I just can't hear about it any longer without going, uh, and I don't blame him. I mean, if I if if I had the time or was looking for something to do right here around Christmas, you got some days off of work, I would find a way to Venice or right around Venice because it's just it, or it, it, or over over in South Texas, absolutely or, or over in Texas. Yeah, I'm not yeah not saying don't do that at all. You know, I mean that would be a a phenomenal trip. I mean, you get to see uh, a part of the country maybe you've never seen and experience a type of hunting that you've never, you know, never done. But but on top of that, all right. The Before you give too much away about our forecast, let's let's go up to the Central Delta because that's both <laughs> of our stomping grounds. So I'll let you go first in what you have to say about the bird numbers over the past weekend and what they look like right now. Um. You know, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it either. It's it's fair. It, it's you know, it, it's just average. It's not. Uh, there's areas that are holding a lot of birds, sure. Um, but you know, I've hunted uh, two or three you know days here in a row, and um, it's been okay. One thing I will say is the geese have finally showed up. So we had a, um, you know, we had a pretty good spec shoot 
um, one morning, and uh, and there's a lot of specks in the area. Generally speaking, I know me and you have said it before. You know, when when the geese show up, it they're you know, behind them. There's typically a little buffer zone, and then the ducks, you know, usually show up. And and we're kind of in that uh, when I'd say kind of lull period now, um, with with duck numbers across this whole part of the delta really showing up. It's good, but it's not great. Um, but I know one thing that, like we talked about. In, in the other podcast with Jay Paul is gadwall numbers versus mallard numbers. And you saw that firsthand hunting a place that typically is is a, uh, you know, 80 90% gadwall area turned out to be a, a high, high mallard area. I mean, you had a good hunt uh, there was it about just a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that That is where it is really lacking because when your livelihood depends on the gadwall like it has the past 10 years, and there are no gadwalls around, it, it's pretty tough. And I think, you know, and we went into this in the podcast, but the biggest factor was there was no water in November when they migrated through, so they went straight to south Louisiana and that whole coast of Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, places that normally hold gadwalls shoot mallards in. But still, I'm not seeing the shovelers or the teal uh uh-uh, uh, me either. Me either. Um, you know, people can say what they want about a shoveler, um, but but when you're not even seeing the shoveler, it you know, it, it raises some eyebrows and we're not seeing the numbers. I saw some good groups of teal this morning in areas of the you know, of the central Mississippi Delta. Um I mean some big, big groups of teal, but when you look at that on the grand scheme of things, it's not it's still not what we're what we're used to seeing and, and shovelers either and gadwalls it's just not uh it's just interesting to you know hear and see all these theories about ducks and everything else but i just it it created the perfect storm for louisiana but it was a perfect storm in a negative way early uh you know and it's affecting it now for mississippi and, and the arkansas delta yeah, i think the the thing, look, don't get us wrong. That, you know, for across the board, it's average. Because just in the case in Arkansas, which we'll talk about a little bit with Chase and Roland in just a minute, but it's spotty. There are places that I've got buddies online that are, have video of hundreds of ducks coming in and holding up stringers full of ducks. Yeah, there are places that are killing ducks. Don't get me wrong, but it's spotty. For every good place there is, there's three really bad ones. Is I guess the best way to explain that. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I mean, it's it's not like there's no ducks and there's no you know good hunting going on. It's just the biggest thing that has hurt the Mississippi Delta so far is those is those gadwall numbers. Uh, you know, it's just. Uh, but in place of that, in a lot of areas, the mallards are there. So. Um, it, it's inter- I know I keep saying it's interesting, but it is. You sit back and think about it, and you know, really look at it. It's just interesting. We had a good uh, a good report uh, from Tunica from the guys at Delta Duck Hunts. Um, Jordan, inspired hey, Jordan. Hey, he just yeah, he just texts me. We need to we yep. need to get him on here because he's got to yeah. go. That's right. We'll get we'll get Jordan on real quick, and he can kind of fill us in on what's going on at you know in Tunica, in the northern part of the Mississippi Delta at, at Delta Duck Hunts. Alright, so we've got Jordan Gurley, are you by yourself, or is it just you? No, I'm by myself. Alright, it's Jordan Gurley from Delta Duck Hunts up in Tunica, Mississippi. Jordan and I were talking a minute ago about keeping water open. You say y'all been trying to keep some open? Yeah, we've been turning whales on, turning whales off, just keep open water just to hold some birds. Is there a good many around? Where there's open water? Yeah, everywhere we've got open water, it's slap full of ducks. But, uh, man, like I say, <laughs> yeah. some, some of this ice push push birds out, too. But, you know, what ducks are here on, you know, on us where we got it open. So, And y'all got a bunch of hunters coming in this week? Yeah, we got a group of 12 coming in in the morning. We're going to split them up uh, three different ways. So we're going to have three different places. we got three whales running right now keeping keeping water open so good deal and and then uh what did you you say you were working too hard and got 
Okay. Well, yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> we were trying to open some whales up, and I found a good hole, and now I'm standing here soaking wet. So <laughs> I was sitting there bobbing like a bobber. So. <laughs> well, uh, is, is everybody thinking that a lot of the birds that pushed out with the ice are going to come back after it thaws? Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're actually. Looking forward to a thaw. We need one. Uh, it's usually usually around here when it starts thawing out. I mean, kind of like anywhere else, they'll come back in here and you can have good midday shoots when it thaws. So, uh, yeah, all the all the ducks. I figure we'll come back. They probably went sat on the river and hopefully they'll be looking for something to eat the next day or so. Yeah, because y'all are right there close to the river. So yeah, imagine yeah, a lot of y'all birds do that. Yep, several miles. So. Well, all right, we're good. Well, we wanted to check in, with, you know, just get a up-to-date forecast on what's going on. Uh, we'll let you go get warm and dry. Um, yeah. but again, also, we'll say uh, over the past couple of days, we saw a bunch of new birds coming in, too, a bunch of high birds, so that's always a good sign, too. We're good. Yeah. Is there a bunch of geese up there? Oh, uh, yeah, they're spotty. I mean, they're starting to show up. But it's not like it, you know, usually should be. But uh, it, it's pretty spotty. I mean, there's several around, but it's not just tons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, all right. Well, we just wanted to check in and, and get an up to date on on what was going on. And it it's Delta Duck Hunts in Tunica, Mississippi, and it's it's, it's DeltaDucks dot com. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that way, everybody will know how to find you. Um, yep, yep. All right. Well, we'll call we'll call back in and and get a report toward the end of the week after everything thaws out. See what's going on. All right, man. Well, that sounds good. All right. We'll see you. Bye bye. <laughs> George, <laughs> I do. Did you hear, I do have to. Did you say, hear yeah, his teeth chattering? That's exactly what I was about to say. If it sounded like Jordan was out of breath or his teeth were chattering, it's because I, I we got I got a hold of him and I said, look, I said, let's call in real quick and do a quick report. And he said, okay, but I'm standing here outside the truck in my boxers. I said, for what? And he said, well, a minute ago I was on my phone and we were work they're working on the water control structure and he fell in just in a shallow field he managed to completely soak himself. And so he was he he was standing outside uh of, of his truck and nothing but his boxers trying to give a report. So so any teeth chattering or loss of breath you heard, uh you know, Jordan sends his his apologies. <laughs> but yeah, I um, mean look the thing about that North Mississippi part where Delta Duck Hunts is, you know, I, I've talked to people outside of outside of Jordan and hearing, you know, I've heard people say the same thing that Jordan did, and I've heard people say that it's awful. So it kind of almost reminds me of where we are. It's either really good, the numbers may be a little bit better as far as one good hole and two bad ones versus us, one good hole and three or four bad ones. Yeah, and it's in, you know it's cool to see it too because obviously they it's a little different in temperature even though it's only you know two not quite even three hours away about two hours away you know north of here but um, they've had a lot of stuff lock up because of ice and so uh, they knew they had hunters coming in and they you know they went the extra mile and kept some stuff open to hold birds because what they see happen as with a lot of people that hunt close to the Mississippi River when everything locks up birds will go to the river go to that deeper water and hang out and as long as it doesn't keep them out of that food or the, you know wherever they're feeding for you know longer than a three or four day period they'll come right back when it falls so that's what they were doing that's why jordan fell in they were they were trying to keep some places open and just go ahead and let the birds continue to stay there versus have to spread out and find open water and then worry about them coming back um and you know now we've entered a period of a fall so I, you know, I think a lot of people are optimistic, and some are already seeing birds return to the area. Um, but, but they they really hunt a, a cool area there, close to the river, and uh, it's an important part of the flyway. They're not part, they're not far at all from Beaver Dam, uh, you know, the famous you know Beaver Dam uh, area to hunt up there. Uh, so they really hunt a cool area, and just like you said, 
it's been, you know, it may be on right here and five miles down the road. It, it may not be. Uh, we've heard the same thing in Arkansas, too, uh, in, in the flooded timber yeah. of Arkansas. Hey, um, speaking of Arkansas, Chase is calling in uh, right now. Let, let's get his report from in the Chase's Laguna Outfitters in He's right outside of Lake Village, Arkansas, in the southern part of Arkansas. Um, now we'll we'll join Chase real quick. All right, now we got Chase Holland from uh, Laguna Outfitters over in southern Arkansas. But Chase, you're not in southern Arkansas today. Seems like all my Arkansas guys have headed south. <laughs> yes, sir. I came down to Texas to take care of some stuff at the ranch and uh, make a few hunts, and uh, we smashed them up real good with the with a bunch of kids today and uh i got some reports from my guys in southeast arkansas though and uh things are right where they should be uh i think two groups uh two groups had full limits in the woods and i don't know how many of the group that hunted a, a, a rice field pit uh had but i know they had at least half limits uh, a piece and they all they but the guys really wanted to shoot speckle belly so they're waiting on the birds to come back to water now, Chase, this past few days, as that huge cold front came through this past weekend, y'all were one of the few people in, in Arkansas that smashed on them pretty hard after that big cold front came through and the hard freeze. Oh, really? Yeah, there were, there were spotty reports up north of you, but uh, I think y'all smashed on them pretty hard after that, that big cold front came through, but... Tell, tell us about the numbers as of today. I mean, what what are they looking like over there? Uh, we've got incredibly strong numbers. I had a, uh, it's a big flat that, uh, well, it's the pit those guys were hunting. They'd had 20,000 in it. I mean, it was incredible. Uh, and our, our goose numbers exploded yet again. I've never seen this many geese in, in southeast Arkansas this early. Never. Uh, not, not, even, not even close. Uh, I don't know if it's that we put in substantially more water for them or or what but uh they 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 won't leave it just keeps building uh our duck numbers got you know they got sketchy there for a little bit a while back but now man they're awesome and right there during the freeze when everything was frozen up it was jam up what uh, look with the i know y'all are closed saturday and sunday so it's not really anybody traveling over there the next couple of days well i guess you'll finish up over the next couple of days but starting back monday what what do you what do you think it's going to be like and you know until the next migration report comes out in the middle of next week what what are you expecting in southeast arkansas i think that if i can keep the pressure down on you know if i can keep a healthy rotation on those pits and in those woods we'll have good shoots uh if if uh, if we don't have a ton of birds in the area, of course, if I start pressuring them, there's plenty of places for them to go, or they won't they won't have it. But uh, uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be pretty strong. All right. Well, look. No, I know you're my Arkansas guy, but listen, I know you're down in Texas. Tell tell everybody what it's really like on on the coastal areas of Louisiana and Texas right now. It is complete. It's freaking loaded. There's more teal, blue wing, and green wing than you can shake a stick at. And the blue wings look beautiful. They're all plumed out real nice. Uh, there's more mallards down here right now than I've seen in a long time for it not being January yet. Uh, if you've got healthy marsh, you will have a world of birds. Uh, at least in my little corner over here in southeast Texas, which, you know, we're buttoned right up to Cameron Parish. Uh, and you know, Sabine Lake, uh, it, it is on. Uh, I, I can't say enough about that. The, the amount of birds that we've got over there is ridiculous. That's what I'm hearing all up and down the coast of Louisiana and Texas. It's just, you know, now I'll tell you this, the main migration of mallards, the, the, the heart of the migration you know, I'm, I'm hearing, and as you listen to this, you'll this this will be coming out on the podcast tomorrow. But you'll see it in the migration report live on Facebook today. But the heart of the mallard migration that I'm seeing is in south and central Missouri and south and central Illinois. You know, there's people that have 
a good a good many mallards. But I think if we could get one more huge push of cold air like we got this past weekend, I think. Good grief! You guys in Arkansas, man, it, it would be like the old days. We could just get one more. I hope so. Um, I always want more. That's for sure. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's, I mean, I've got a lot of ducks. I, we've got a pile of pintails. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of uh, of gadwall like I thought we'd have in our temp, in our cypress breaks. Normally, that's going to be all gadwall. It's not. It's mallards. Uh, I don't case. know. I don't I mean, know why. Yeah, I, I mean, we're usually gadwall central over here, and we we haven't seen hardly any gadwalls this year. The big ducks we're seeing are mallards. The only thing that I can equate it to is that so many of our breaks, cypress breaks, went dry during the drought, and it killed off the coontail grass. Well, if the coontail grass isn't in there, the gray ducks aren't going to get in there, uh, and that's why we've got all those mallards. Uh, the only thing I can figure. All right, well, Chase, before I let you go, I know you're a busy guy. Tell everybody how to get in touch with you about a hunt. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Laguna Outfitters, uh, or call 832-331-1807. If you guys are looking for a hunt in South Arkansas, Chase is a man. Uh, you know, he wouldn't be a part of our migration report if, you know, we didn't have great respect for him and what he's doing over in southern arkansas so if you're looking for a hunt in southern arkansas make sure you give chase holland and the guys at laguna outfitters a call but chase thank you for joining us today bud look i'll let you get back to hunting over there in texas you got it rocky i appreciate it holler at me after a while thank you buddy you know josh chase and those guys they have consistently had lots of geese now the ducks have been in and out but it sounds like the duck numbers are building over there for them and it sounds like it has something to do with that ice situation up in northern Arkansas. Yeah, he, he he's one of he's in an area where he definitely benefited from it. Um, you know, it's it's cool to see, you know, from a from from a standpoint you look at a state, you kinda hear cold weather's coming through, you know, whatever, maybe Arkansas, you know, you think everything may freeze up. Well, you know, the truth of it is, and we see it in Mississippi too, is the northern part of the state Versus the southern part of the state, well, you know, the northern part of the state in Arkansas locked up. I mean, you know, that Arkansas-Missouri border, it locked up. Well, Chase and them were benefiting from it because those birds left out of there, headed for open water, and, uh, you know, they were ready and waiting on them down there. And uh, they got, they really got to enjoy a, a good increase in their numbers. Um, and, you know, they've seen the geese that we haven't seen in the Delta, in the Mississippi Delta. Now, we've seen an increase lately, but Chase has really, really talked about the goose numbers uh, being up all year over there. All right, well, look, our, our Roland's calling in. Let, let's get this report from Stuttgart. Now, Roland's with Arkansas County Guide Service in Stuttgart, Arkansas. This would be kind of interesting to see if he says the you know same thing that Chase said, because he's going to be right there on that break point, is what I would call it. So it'd be kind of interesting to see what Roland has to say. Now we're being joined by one of my favorite guides, Mr. Roland Cortez of Arkansas County Guide Service from over in Stuttgart, Arkansas. Roland, what's happening, man? Oh, nothing, man. Just home for the holidays, brother. That's it. Hey, I want to know something before we talk about Stuttgart. Is it really that loaded in Louisiana? I swear, brother, it is. We went to, you know, I went hunting yesterday. You know, we shot an eight-man limit pretty quick. Um, Lots of gray ducks, uh, pintails, wigeon teal. Uh, We did shoot a few cameras back, but, man, it's it's phenomenal, the ducks that showed up on the coast with this front. Hey, Roland, I want you to tell some the the people that are listening to this something real quick. You've been in Louisiana your whole life, right? You've yes, seen sir. a lot of bad years in Louisiana, what, the past 10, 15 years? Yeah, I mean, uh, some years, I guess, you know, the last couple of years have been pretty rough, you know, and it kind of depends where you hunt. Um, so, uh, but, man, this year, like I said, it, it, it's set up to be one of the best 
you know, in years. I, I'm, <clears throat> I got a feeling it's a lot to do with the drought they had up north and the lack of water, stuff like that. But man, it, it's this is the most ducks I've seen on the coast in quite a few years. And that's what I've. That's the kind of the point that I was trying to get at. Is yeah, y'all haven't seen anything like this, and it's been a while. No, I mean, and usually, usually every well, couple you, of years. What do, you, what, what do you think it is? What is the number one thing that's causing for y'all to have so many ducks in Louisiana? I got a feeling this year had a lot to do with the drought. You know, Arkansas was pretty dry. Missouri was pretty dry. A lot of them, North Louisiana was pretty dry. A lot of them ducks came through, and they pushed on straight to the coast. All right. Well, look. Let's let's jump over to Stuttgart, your stomping grounds. I, I, mean, I know Louisiana is your true stomping grounds, but for the Duck South migration report, Stuttgart is your stomping grounds. But how, how did you leave it when you left the other day? What was it like? I left it on on fire. I mean, I had some boys from Alabama. Um, we we, we limited out. We were hunting a rice field. You know, it was seventy three degrees, but man, the the ducks were there. You know, um, it was warm. You know, I guess a lot of ducks were moving around with the high winds. Uh, we shot mallards. We shot widgeons. Uh, we even shot a few uh, spoonbills. And we shot some pretty bulls, too. I got a picture of my dog with a beautiful one. Um, it was just a good hunt. You know, we even killed some speckle bellies, but um, you can't ask for any better. Um, since, since I've been gone, I mean, um, the rest of the guys from Arkansas County have been doing really good. You know, uh, one blind killed 42 yesterday. Another one killed 29. Um, you know, it's been really good, you know. The last couple of days with this cold weather, uh, lots of mallards have been killed. You know, lots of gray ducks have been being killed. You know, the, the hunting has just been phenomenal these last couple of days with this cold weather that they've had up there. What what did what are there y'all y'all shutting down for Christmas? I know Arkansas closes what Christmas Day. It closed Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, so it does not open back up till Monday on the twenty sixth. Okay, is that when you're headed back up? Yes, sir. I'm headed up Monday morning. Well, for what you know, looking at the forecast, Roland, what you know, you've you've had enough experience over the years as a guide. What what are you expecting as you get back to Arkansas? Uh, I am predicting, you know, the hunting's still going to be strong. You know, even though it's warming up a little bit, I got a feeling, you know, we we might even get a southward push. You know, some ducks coming up from the coast that have actually that cold weather has pushed down. So I'm I'm predicting a really good week on into the weekend. I, I will tell the people that's listening to this, you know, something about Roland, and it's why I respect Roland a lot. Is as a guide, you always be honest with people, and the future payoff for that of always being honest is always worth the return. Waiting on that return because people appreciate you more, and that you know, and I'm gonna. That last week, I guess when the hunting was tough back at the beginning of the week, I saw where Roland made a post on Facebook that, you know, he told it like it was. It was slow that day. You know, and that tells you right there that Roland and Chad, those guys aren't in it for the money. I mean, you do it for a living, don't get me wrong. You do it for the love, but you put the person that's paying you first by being always being honest. So, I just want to say that about you, Roland. I appreciate you. You know, so when when you call Roland or Chad for a hunt, these guys are going to tell you like it is. And and that's right, Rocky. You know, uh, I mean, me and especially me in particular, and Chad the same. I've built a good reputation on being honest with my clients, and I'm always going to be that way because I feel the same way as everybody else. You know, I work hard for my money, and when people come up, I want to try to give them the best hunt. That I know possible, and if we're not killing ducks, I'm going to tell you. I mean, it, it's it's slow or it's very good, you know. And, and that's just a way to build, you know, good clientele. You know, like I said, the hunting's not good all the time, and, and people know that. You know, it, it's called hunting, but we just try to be honest. We try to run a good business. I'm going to tell you something. All the people that have been contacting me, and I have a bunch every day. You know, depending on where they want to go, I. I I highly recommend Arkansas County Guide Service. As long as, as Roland and Chad are there, I wouldn't recommend anybody else over in Stuttgart. I mean, I'm not, I don't know a lot of those guys, but I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying, Roland. Yes, I do. And I appreciate it. You know, Rocky, uh, it, it means a lot coming from you because you've been guiding, you know, just as long as me and, and, you know, you know how the business goes. 
Roland, hey, before we hang up, t- tell everybody how to how to find you real quick. Uh, it's pretty easy. I mean, uh, you can call me on on my cell phone at 985-414-4997, or you can look us up on Facebook, Arkansas County Duck Guide Service, or Instagram, same thing, Arkansas County Duck Guide Service. Or you can look us up on the web, too. We we, we still have a website, ArkansasDuckAndGooseHunts.com. Yeah, if you're looking for uh, a hunt over around the Stuttgart area, I recommend Arkansas County Guide Service with Roland and Chad. These are some good guys. And Roland, thank you for taking a few minutes and and go back to killing them in Louisiana because, gosh, dog, man, I wish I was with you down there. Hey, Roland, before I let you go, let me ask you one question before I let you go. What are are you seeing many mallards at all in South Louisiana? Um, not really. Um, uh, Rocky, most of the areas we hunt, you know, at one point in time we used to kill mallards in it, and and we did see a few, but you know, um, we just haven't killed any. Um, like I said, tomorrow I'm I'm, I'm headed back out tomorrow. We're going to Venice tomorrow, back again because that's really the hot spot. So, um, and you never know, we we might kill some tomorrow. I mean, we we we've seen some uh, yesterday. I tell you. I, what are what are you hearing in the circles, Roland? Where the where the major part of the mallard migration? See if it matches up with what I've heard. Where where are you hearing that that huge push of mallards is sitting right now? I'm from from, uh, from what I heard, the majority of the mallards are are still up in, in that you know Missouri, Boot Hill region, kind of northeast Arkansas, and that's pretty much what I'm hearing. I, I talked to another good. A guy of mine yesterday called me. They did really good up um, about two, about an hour and a half, maybe two hours north of me, in Stutt, you know, north of Stuttgart. So the mileage are there um, between there and and you know the Missouri line, you know. So any day now, you know, hopefully they'll they'll come on down a little bit closer to us. And like I said, we are seeing a lot of mileage in the Stuttgart area. You know, there is a, there is a bunch of them, but we we just haven't really gotten that big big push yet that we usually see there. Yeah, that's and and by the time everybody sees or listens to this, you'll probably be in watch the migration report on Facebook Live. But that's the same thing I'm hearing, Roland. Uh, south and central, south and central Missouri, and southern and central Illinois. There's a huge amount of mallards in that area. Now I, I look, I looked at the 15 day forecast. I don't really see any, you know, major <clears throat> cold weather coming. I mean, it, it's going to stay. I'm guessing average. So I mean, uh, maybe maybe they'll you know maybe they'll push on down, or, or maybe the next big cold weather we're going to get, you know, sometime mid January or, or pushing down, you know, really good. And you know, they had a lot of snowfall up in Illinois and Missouri, and, and I and I knew we were going to get a, a a pretty good push. I just wish we'd have got that big that big push, you know, because I like to see full limits of mileage, you know, one before the season ends. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know it's coming. You know we're going to have oh it's, a week it's, or two it's, it's warm coming. weather, and we're going to have a a couple more weeks of extremely cold weather. But I, I'm really, like I said, I'm really optimistic. I think this next the, the this next cold front we're going to get, the real big one, is going to push, you know, a lot more ducks into the you know central part of Arkansas, south part, and even into north Louisiana with the next push because they're they're so close. They're right on that freeze line. That's right. Roland, look, I'll, I'll let you go. Thank you for taking a few minutes to, to talk to us here at Duck South and, Guys, like I said, looking for a hunt, get in touch with Roland. He, he left his cell phone number on here, or, you know, you can find him online. But, Roland, thank you again, buddy. Rocky, thank you, and thank Duck South, and y'all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, same to you, bud. I hope Santa Claus brings you everything you want. Me too. I'm, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to some greenheads for Christmas. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, look, when you pass back through here, you call me. I'll be passing through Greenville on Monday. Look, I, if you make it up here by lunch, I'll, I'll, I'll drive over and eat lunch with you. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll, I'll call you Monday. All right, buddy. Thank you. Take care, Rocky. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Man, I, Josh, I, 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 I wasn't expecting that. I, I was expecting, you know, not a lot of kills this weekend for for those guys over in Stuttgart at Arkansas County Guide Service. But Roland said they did, you know, according to that, he they did pretty good. 
Yeah, they they did good, and 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 that goes right along with what we were saying a minute ago that people are seeing in Mississippi and Arkansas is, uh, you know, it's you may be the one enjoying the the, the good shooting, um, whatever the conditions may be around you, you may have, you know, it may be optimal for those for those birds that did move down uh, to enjoy good shooting. Rolling and them did, um, but you know, Rolling will be one of the first ones to tell you that just right down the road it may be completely turned off. So it just takes, you know, it takes the time of finding them and uh, and doing what you got to do to keep them. Well, look, what you what you think about what he had to say about Louisiana? Uh, I, it, it's funny to me, you know, Roland's from Louisiana, and he get, you know, he stays in Arkansas around Stuttgart most of the the winter to guide. It would be really hard if I was in his shoes to do that. <laughs> Um, because of because of the duck numbers. Um, but he's uh uh I mean he he went down there home for the holidays and enjoyed some exceptional hunting and I I, mean, I can't blame him. Like I said, it'd be hard for me to go to go to go anywhere other than there if if, if I had a, a contact to to stay with or live with in his case with family. Yeah, they have uh They've been putting a hurting on those ducks since he went back home, and you know, even what you know, and what he said, you know, you got to pull up from shooting the teal to, you know, to shoot big ducks. But I asked, you know, I asked him about mallards. Roland said they're not seeing any mallards where he is, where he's hunting. So, well, look, dude. Um, I know we didn't get a phone call in from uh, Michael Spain there right outside Jonesboro, but he did text me, and he said that. He was one of the uh, one of the ones where a lot of his fields and stuff locked up. Now he's got some places to hunt and some breaks or some sloughs that held birds, and they didn't pressure them too much um, during that time. But uh, but he was also the first one to say that I'm not worried about it. They'll be back in two or three days because he knows how important that thaw is. Um, you know, it, it that weather pattern came in and hit hard, and you know after a few days the ice is going to fall out and the birds would generally come back. You know, they'll filter back into the area. They know where the food is. They know where to go. And uh, so Michael and them, is, is black Tupelo outfitters just right outside of Jonesboro. Um, and they've, they've had a, they've had a good year. Um, they, you know, there's been times when, uh, you know, the neighbors weren't doing much and they were killing them. There's also been the reverse of that. Uh, so it's been, it's been a good year uh, for that area. Uh, he's getting closer and closer to that, to, to what we've learned would be the core area of the of the mallard migration. It feels like everybody always wants to know, well, where are the mallards? Where are the mallards? Um, you know, and, and Nathan Durham, uh, he is right on that Arkansas-Missouri line. They have a place in in uh, Missouri and it's in northern Arkansas, and he's kind of been, uh, you know, boots on the ground as far as telling us what's going on and kind of backing up all these stories of, man, these places in Missouri are really holding high high numbers of mallards, and that's the truth of it. I mean, Nathan said that they've had literally the best, you know, mallard hunting that they've had in five years. Uh, and he said it's just almost like a constant influx of new birds every day. It seems like because there's so many birds in the area. Yeah, that, but Nathan, you know, he's been having those same issues as, you know, kind of like what we got from Jay Paul up in Northwest Tennessee. Um, Jay Paul reported back to us that, you know, even all the way up till today, with temperatures all the way up into the 50s and 60s, that I mean, I'm sure it's probably in the low 50s there, but everything is still locked up. Nope, it's not a lot of birds there around Jay Paul. Uh, low amounts of water, not a lot of ducks. Um, looks like a lot of those ducks have moved further south with that cold weather. Um, but look, I know you don't have a lot of time because you've got to get out of here, but let's talk about, real quick, if you and your buddy had vacation days, which everybody does over the next week, where are we going hunting? I'm going to Venice. <laughs> uh, that's just plain and simple. I'm going to Venice. If I can stretch it out and do it, I would for sure go to the, go to the Texas coast and maybe work my way back through, you know, that, that Louisiana coastal area on that whole that that band across there is just beyond exceptional and it's not the thing is like me and you were saying you know sometimes throughout a season we'll see somewhat of a reverse migration and may we may pick up you know our gadwall numbers here 
but it hasn't it hasn't happened yet, and I unfortunately don't see a lot of it happening in the future. You know, not at least not in the next week or ten days. So if I've got that time over the holidays, you know, I'm, I'm going I'm going to the coast, and and I'm going to enjoy shooting. Uh, I'm, I'm going to enjoy shooting my way through the teal to to get to the gadwalls and, and pintails. Yeah, I I think it. The, there's two big factors in that decision. It's just a matter of what kind of duck that you're after. And we talked a little bit about this in the Facebook migration live report that we did today. But depending on the bird that you're after, if you're after gadwall, pintail, teal, uh, canvasback, ringneck, bluebills, I'm going anywhere, redheads, I'm going anywhere on that coast from South Texas with running gun adventures all the way across to Venice with SWC Sportsman. Now, you know, everybody wants to know this question, though. Where are the mallards? And I'm just going to tell you, the core migration right now is sitting in central and southern Missouri and Illinois. That's a report yep. that Josh and I got. That's right. That's right. The, you um, know, and, and don't get us wrong. There's, there's places with mallards. That's right. That's what I was going to say. There's plenty of places with them, but 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 like you said, you know, in our in our live video, but you know, there is plenty of places with them, but there is always that one area. Now we're not talking about like one pond somewhere. It's it's one area where the the migration feeds off of, and and that's it. That's where it is right now. The good news to that is it's a lot farther south than it was two weeks ago. Um. So so that's. Yeah, that that that's that, that gives me a lot of optimism. Um, looking at the way the season is shaping up, uh, it it's moving closer. I mean, it's not saying you're not going to kill mallards somewhere, you know, south of Missouri, but yeah, but we uh, but we need a cold that, front. We need another major right. cold front. That's right. Another major cold front will really really uh, get them get them going. Uh, a little more water wouldn't hurt, but. Uh, but you know it it's farther south it's moving down it's been a it's been a great year for weather to move birds and they have been moving with it yep so you know if you follow us and you follow the advice that we give you know I'm headed south if it doesn't matter if you just want to pull the trigger with lots of birds but if mallards is your cup of tea and that's all you want to shoot I'm headed north so Yep, we'll look, uh, we're going to go on and get out of here. I know we've got uh, plans for the holidays and everybody's spread out, but from Duck South and, and the Duck South crew and our families, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, there will be more you know, On The X podcast and live reports up between Christmas and New Year, so be sure to, to stay tuned. But for today, Rocky, unless you have any closing thoughts, um, I'm going to... We'll close it out. We want to just, again, wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Only X Podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com.